Welcome to Hashtag Managed, the podcast that takes you behind the scenes of building a booked out social media business. Tune in every week for transparent conversations from a six-figure social media agency owner, sharing the highlights and lowlights of being a business owner, and episodes featuring industry experts to help you start, scale, and book out your own social media management business. Now, here's your host, Jessica Sheehy. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Hashtag Managed. I'm really excited for you all to meet today's guest. I actually was recently on her podcast a few weeks ago, so we'll talk about that and I'll drop that link to that episode in the show notes. But this week I'm joined with Julia. She is one half of the Equipped Creatives duo. They are equipping creatives with the tools to elevate their business. Education is their passion and so is community. They are a one-stop shop for all things business education for creatives, entrepreneurs, business owners, and dreamers. They want you to walk away from their education feeling fulfilled. Julia, welcome to the Hashtag Manage podcast. Tell me a little bit more about why you started your business and equipped creatives. Yes. Well, first off, Jessica, thank you so much for having me on today. I'm so excited to be on here. I know that we had a blast recording back on my podcast, so I'm so happy to be here. But uh, yes, so I am a full-time wedding photographer. Uh, I started wedding photography back when I was 16 years old. So I shot my first wedding when I was 16. I'm 26 now, so it's been a little while but basically pivoted into just shooting weddings and couples. So that's really been my passion and um, moved out to Hawaii almost 10 years ago now, which is crazy. So I've been doing it full-time out here. I absolutely love it. Um, I actually met Tony several years ago, funny story, but we met on an airplane. And uh, so that's how we connected. So it was very um very good timing. (laughs) Um, But also we connected over the fact that she's also a wedding photographer. So uh, we just kind of developed our friendship for a couple years. And then both just really just fell into that passion for teaching photography and teaching about business. Um, And so we decided back in 2020 to start an education platform Uh, we started it during the pandemic and, um, ended up releasing an event during that time. And as you know, everything closed down. So we had to put everything on pause with equipped creatives and, um, just kind of relook at everything. And so we decided to revamp the business, revamp everything and officially launched equipped creatives in 2021. So, um, yeah, that's kind of our story. I love that. And I had no idea that you've been in business for so long. So that's really cool to know that little bit about you. And how cool is it that you and Tony met on an airplane? I feel like that is just so cool. I mean, you know, there's so many stories of people meeting on social media. Obviously, social media opens the doors for so many people in businesses, but 
on an airplane. I love that. <laughs> That's a really, really cool story. And I know Tony is the other half of the Equipped Creatives duo, and she's not able to be on this podcast recording with us. Um, but do you, does she also do the same uh, photography style that you do as well? Because I know there's photographers have their own creative spin and styles. And so is it pretty similar or are you guys like complimentary? Yes. So I do feel like we have pretty similar styles. So she's all the way on the East Coast in uh, Philadelphia. So our uh, locations are very different, but the way that we shoot and everything and the, our experience and all of that is very similar. So I feel like when we started talking about the way that we do things, that's just one of the ways that we really connected. And we felt like we both also have had, um, you know, a, she started when she was in high school as well. So I think we just had very similar stories and we found um, just success doing the same similar things. And so we were like, wow, we'd love to start a, a separate business together and just like put our brains together and be able to help out other photographers and small businesses that are um, trying to get into uh, this industry. So, so that's been really, really cool because I think one of our biggest goals with the Equipped Creatives has just been trying to um, put together our uh, kind of like help people find uh, like-minded community and to find uh, fellow friends that, you know, are like-minded. And I think that that's been so cool to see Equipped Creatives grow in that area. And just, you know, I've met so many people through doing Equipped and I know she has. And just like having that support um, from people that are like-minded, I think is huge because Tony and I found that with just, you know, our friendship and just like um, our friendship together. Like, I, I don't know. I, I know that like I ask her so many questions and like she asked me so many questions and I feel like we just always are there to support each other and help each other out. Yeah, that's awesome. I love the, oh, I love both aspects of you know, the values, if you will, of equipped creatives, the educational component, just providing that value, because I think in so many different online business spaces, there's a lot of noise. And there's a lot of almost fear, if you will, to open the door to community and collaboration. When I know it's, I think it's a true, you know, testament to you and Tony, obviously collaborating and growing and finding the, starting the community and growing that way. And I know for myself as well, anytime that I'm collaborating, I always feel that I'm growing and I, it's opening the doors to new opportunities. And so I love that you guys have that pillar. I'm sure there was a lot of a lot of things that came up with having um, equipped creatives and just having your business as well during the pandemic. I'm sure a lot of hardships and just pivots and changes. Um, but I would love to know, has the, how has your business changed over time with either who you're serving, how you're serving them, or, you know, just how you're working with them in like a post-pandemic world? Mm, I love that question. Yes. So I think one of the biggest things that we've had to change in our business is just revamping the events because especially after the pandemic, I feel like people were, um, you know, a little bit hesitant to meet in person and to do events. So we had to find ways to uh, just make people feel comfortable and um, just comfortable coming to an in-person event. I think one of the ways that we've tried to do that is just really just trying to revamp our whole workshop experience and event experience, especially with our overnight workshops, because 
Um, I think that Tony and I have both invested in education in the past ourselves. We've gone to other workshops. And one of the biggest things that we've taken away is just uh, that the, you know, the shoots and styled shoots and all of that is really, really fun and important. But I think um, it's even more important to just walk away with a really great experience and um, just feeling comfortable. So we really try to prioritize that with even just like the, um, you know, caring for like people's food needs and stuff at the events or like the bedding situations, just making sure that everybody has their own beds and stuff like that. So I think that's been really huge for us. So we've kind of had to work through that and figure out how to navigate all of that. Uh, and then also just reworking, um, you know, our locations where we do our events and pricing and, and all that stuff. Cause I know that uh, financially investing into a workshop is a really big investment. So just trying to make that affordable for people, but also um, while still still trying to, you know, maintain our business as well. So I think that's been huge for us. And then just um, finding like ways to really just like scale our business and events. And uh, again, just like being able to do in-person things and not just like online, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I love the, just the, there's so much that goes obviously into planning those in-person events and just really considering the people who are going, you know, the attendee experience is such a huge, huge thing. I actually was a part of an in-person event for one of our clients on our agency in April of this year. And I thought that there was so much that we were like over-prepared for and all of the things. It was a three-day conference and wow, once we really got there, like the day before, it was, okay, things are getting real and there's so many more small things that we need to really consider for everyone who's coming. So I'm sure that was like a really tough time to kind of navigate with the pandemic and just kind of how, you know, people were buying after the pandemic and just investing in their businesses in general. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's such a such a huge thing. Julia, you've been in business for so long. I'd love to know, what would you share with someone who's getting started in entrepreneurship? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> um, okay, so I have a couple things that come to mind. Uh, the first thing I would say is just start small and don't be discouraged. I think that it's really easy when you're starting something to just kind of wonder like why things aren't happening overnight, maybe like why things don't feel consistent. And I think that you just have to remind yourself that those things do take time. I think just for, uh, like a personal example that I can think of is when I started my photography business, I feel like it took me about two years to really feel like I was getting those consistent inquiries. Uh, I feel like I just worked really hard um, during those two years to really just like put myself out there and to connect with other vendors and to build my portfolio and things like that. So I felt like it wasn't as consistent. And at that time I had a side job as well. So I hadn't gone full time yet. So I think that's like, another little tip in there too, that you don't have to quit, you know, your side job or whatever it is um, right away. I think that you can just kind of ease into it and then you'll know at the right time when it's ready to, when you're ready to go full time and to really just like put all of your 
effort into that one thing. And like for me, when I when I did end up quitting my other job and really just investing into my own business, that's when I really did notice, um, you know, a lot more success just with my own business and everything. So um, I think that would be my first little tip. <laughs> and then uh, the second one that comes to mind is just really just finding like-minded community. And I know that I mentioned that earlier. And that's like, again, like such our heart behind Equipped Creatives. Uh, it's just finding other people that you relate to and that like, you know, they have the the same mindset and people that you can go to for support and advice. Um, I don't know, you know, how it is for everybody, but as a photographer and just trying to run a business by yourself, it does get really lonely. And uh, it's like, it's hard to find people that kind of relate to your schedule and things like that. And so being able to find people where you can go to just to ask questions like financially and, um, you know, for just like life advice is really, really huge. I think some of the ways that I've done that, uh, for example, is just uh, reaching out to people on Instagram and social media. I think that that's a really, really amazing tool to be able to connect with people. And I think that's what Instagram is all about is connecting with people. So being able to just use that to connect with people. I know I've reached out to people through DMs and stuff like that and just have met some really cool people that I still stay in touch with over there. So that's been amazing. And then um, another thing that I've done is just uh, finding events in my community. So uh, I know like, I feel like wherever you live, there's always entrepreneur events and things like that going on. And so I think those are really a fun way to meet people. Um, and then just kind of, again, like reaching out to people, like if you're a photographer, an example of that could be just like reaching out to people um, and asking to second shoot and things like that. So, so those are probably my two biggest pieces of advice, I would say. Yeah, I love those. I think the advice on, you know, starting small, I think, unfortunately, there's a lot of advice out there in the business online business world to where you should go all in and you need to, you know, quit your job mm. right away if you really want to show that you care and have, you know, it's just so much that is really fascinating that so many guests here on Hashtag Manage and even myself, I I didn't go full into it until I was actually kind of forced when I lost my job to go into it. But mm. I always started small. And I think even when I was kind of really going into it, I didn't put any pressure on myself to, okay, I need to book this many clients or I need to get to this level of income because I see other people are at this level of income. And I think it's just so important to, you know, keep going. I think a lot of times people often quit right before, right before it happens, you know, right before mm -hmm. the magic happens, right before those client inquiries start pouring in and collaborations start happening and different things. And so I think just, keeping small and keep going. I think that's, you know, consistency, I think is the biggest thing with, with that. And I love the community aspect. I mean, I know that's the whole, you know, kind of basis of our podcast episode here, which I think is so awesome. And I know the, you know, mission behind equipped creatives, which is also really great. But I think when it comes to, you know, creating those connections, I think just I love your advice on just reaching out to people 
reaching out, having those conversations, asking questions, and um, even just reaching out. Like if you're a photographer asking for, you know, to be that second shooter, if you're a freelancer, you know, maybe it's seeing, hey, do you guys have any extra extra or surplus clients that you guys aren't able to work with and just leads that you can't you know fulfill like if if it could be like a collaboration opportunity just to have that conversation with them i think that that is definitely worthwhile so i know you mentioned being on instagram as a business owner and just really loving the true connections over on that platform which i think is why people love instagram so much and no matter how many platforms pop up or different, you know, different platforms, different things. Instagram's always that one that it just feels safe and it just feels like a good place to go on to connect with people, promote our businesses and just to be active creators on. But I'd love to know, Julia, what social media platforms are your favorite? If it is Instagram, if it's any others and what doors has social media opened for you in your business? Yes, for sure. I will say, yes, Instagram is probably my favorite social media platform, I think just because of the community aspect on there. Um, But like what you were saying earlier, I totally agree because with just like reaching out to people because I always say the worst people can say is no, and then you just move on and, you know, you can reach out to somebody else. So I think that's something that I've really tried to remind myself with using uh, Instagram and just reaching out to vendors, especially with equipped creatives. I think one of the things that we've been able to do is just um, have been able to connect with some really, really amazing brands just by simply reaching out and sending uh, a pitch to to somebody or a company or something over a DM and then following up with an email. You'll be so surprised who gets back to you and who is interested in what you have to say and interested in your brand and your company. And it's really opened up some amazing doors for us. And uh, I know for me, I've been able to work with companies that I, you know, I would have always dreamed of working with. And so um, I think that that's been amazing that companies can get behind like what we're trying to do. So, so Instagram is my favorite for sure. Um, I also feel like I do get 90% of my business on Instagram. Uh, The rest of my business, I would say I get from referrals. And then my uh, second favorite platform, which would be Pinterest. I am a huge fan of Pinterest just because of the, I feel like it just is a really fun way to get inspiration. If you want to find inspiration off of Instagram, like not on Instagram, I mean, Uh, because I feel like it can be easy to go on Instagram and try to find inspiration, but it can just feel like everything's looking like repetitive and similar and things like that. So I think Pinterest is a fun way to go and to actually like really dig in and like just go in and find inspiration in other areas, if that makes sense. So, so that's my other favorite platform. I think it's fun on there. You can be a little bit more creative and I know that's how Tony and I, create a lot of our mood boards for our styled shoots and for our workshops with equipped creatives. So we are huge fans of Pinterest. Yeah, I love that. And I love the advice on that, you know, no's are okay. I think there's a Mm -hmm. lot of like negative thoughts around getting a no in business, but a lot of times the no might actually be great. Maybe that wasn't the best 
partnership or collaboration or just opportunity for you in general. So I think that's really awesome advice to just kind of keep going. If you get a no, just keep going until you get a yes, because then it's going to be someone that is just really awesome to work and collaborate with, which I think is really cool. And I love Instagram. I feel like it's one of those platforms that is just so great. But I'm so happy that you mentioned Pinterest because I feel like Pinterest has been around. I mean, it's been around for so long. And I think when I think of Pinterest, I feel like it's kind of like Taylor Swift, right? Like there's a few eras of Pinterest, right? There's like mm-hmm. Pinterest when it first came out and, you know, how it was used. And then, you know, b- the blogging world was just taking over the internet and really like leveraging Pinterest. And then I think it got really like business focused and then it got really shoppable. And it's just, it, there's so many different eras. So of course I have to like relate it to a Taylor yes. Swift. Um, <laughs> I love there. that. <laughs> Yeah. Um, But I think that that is so fun. And I recently moved into a, um, a new apartment and I was like struggling with trying to figure out like how you know, how am I going to de- decorate this apartment? I, I love interior design, but I feel like I spend way too much time planning and online shopping, but I don't actually add anything into my cart. And I don't know why it just kind of clicked. Like, why am I not using Pinterest to plan this out? Maybe because I haven't moved in a while. So it just wasn't <laughs> like top of mind. Um, but I went on Pinterest and really planned that out. But after I did that and was all moved and settled and everything, I actually started thinking like, you know, we, we use Pinterest to plan a lot of things that are like super visual, right? So I love that you and Tony use that to plan out shoots and, you know, styled shoots for equipped creatives. And I know it's a great place to go for, you know, home and interior design stuff, or, you know, if you're planning a wedding or, you know, anything that's like super visual, there's a ton of content. There's obviously so much other content on Pinterest as well. But I recently started thinking, like, how can I plan more areas of my business on Pinterest? So I started having fun with a few boards that myself and the team have access to to just start pinning clients that we would love to manage their accounts. Mm, We would love love to work with them in social media and marketing because I feel like I'm always telling people, you know, when it comes to having a business, you know, niche down and who are you going to work with and who are the clients you can best serve and you're passionate about. But it's like, okay, you can write down all of that stuff, but why are we using Pinterest to be super visual with that? So I love that, you know, Pinterest is still a platform that is alive and well, and obviously creative is in (laughs) equipped creatives name. So (laughs) I know I'm speaking to a true creative here, but I think it's just a great platform to have some creativity. I feel like sometimes Instagram and Facebook and even TikTok can get real businessy and professional that sometimes Mm -hmm. you need that creativity. No, I totally agree. And that's funny that you said that you just moved into a new apartment because I actually did as well. And I totally used Pinterest the whole entire time to kind of see how I wanted to decorate this place. And not only do I use Pinterest for my business, but Uh, We've even used it to plan out, you know, the type of fonts that we like for our website and uh, branding ideas and just um, really pulling like colors and textures and stuff like that. So it's not just trying to, you know, copy somebody's photo or something like that. It's really just like pulling those like nitty gritty things. And I think that's something that you can't really do as much on Instagram. You kind of get carried away with like, 
um, just trying to, uh, like, how can I kind of recreate this photo? But I think on Pinterest, you can be a little bit more, like I said, like nitty gritty and just kind of see, oh, I like this texture and this color and like these patterns and stuff like that. And um, so I, I really love Pinterest for that reason. I mean, I plan so much on Pinterest. I I have boards for like what kind of food I want to make and stuff like that. So it's really funny, but, but it is a really good platform. So I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Oh, and I, I completely forgot. I remember in um, about a year, year and a half ago, we did a massive rebrand and I remember feeling so stuck with where our brand was and our brand designer was so gracious and so awesome to kind of walk through that process of how that could look. And I remember we got really visual on a lot of different things like the fonts, the colors, but we also pulled in a lot of visual photos and graphics and just anything that we could find on Pinterest that really could embody the personality of the brand. And I think for that, for me, that was the part that I was like, oh yeah, I can really get behind the brand now and, you know, really have fun with these fun colors that we're using. And I think now it, when we're creating content or, you know, updating the website or anything like that, it's just so much more fun. So I love that we're talking about Pinterest because I feel like it's one of those platforms that have been around for so long and it's here to stay. And it's such such a great platform to kind of like be kind of be creative um, and, you know, have ideas, brainstorm and kind of go from there. So I love that. I want to kind of segue back to talking about equipped creatives um, yes. and so cool that you and Tony met on an airplane. I feel like that is such an awesome um, little meetup there. Mm -hmm. I'd love to know what is your best piece of advice to someone who wants to start a business with a partner and what can you share about running a business, um, you know, with your best friend across opposite coasts, because obviously there's a lot of dis distance between you two. Yeah, for sure. Well, I can definitely start with your, uh, with the last question first, but um, I think that kind of makes me think of like one of our biggest hurdles uh, as doing, or just doing this long distance. And that would definitely be our time difference because we are six hours apart. So I think that that's been um, a little bit difficult for us to navigate, but we've really learned how to just be intentional with each other and just really like understanding of each other's schedules. Because of course we all have life going on outside of business. You know, Tony and I are both running another business as well. So just learning how to really organize our schedules and just find those compromises where we can kind of just meet in the middle. So I think that that's been really, really helpful for us. And um, we also ended up bringing on our amazing assistant. So she really helps us kind of find that middle ground a lot of the times just to like really come together and, um, and just make sure that, you know, all of our schedules are lining up. So that's been really helpful. Um, but as far as just a few tips, if you are somebody that's wanting to start a business with a business partner, whether that's, you know, in your area or long distance or not, uh, I think the first thing would be just to remember that you guys both are on the same team. I think that again, like life will get in the way and there's going to be disagreements and, um, and things like that. So just making sure that you find somebody that 
um, is on the same team as you and um, just finding ways where you guys can meet in the middle. I think that's really big. Um, And then just kind of along with that, just finding somebody in the beginning that really has the same goals and vision for your company. Um, And then even just, I, I mean, I would go even further to say like making sure that you've that you uh, find a partner that also has the same life goals that aligns with you as well. Because um, I think, again, it can be, it can be hard. Like if you guys are in totally different directions, um, for, for example, Tony and I right now, just in our phase of life, we are uh, in totally different stages of life right now. So, so she's having a baby right now and, you know, I'm in Hawaii, I'm like traveling and stuff like that. So, um, so we are in different stages of life, but ultimately we have the same heart to serve and the same goals and business and the same life goals. And we also have similar morals and values. So I think just finding somebody where just everything aligns is really, really important. And then that way, if a conflict comes up, you can just uh, resolve that with that person. So I think that's really huge. Um, And then just the last thing I would say about that is just I think one thing that Tony and I have really had to learn to do is just really maintaining our friendship um, and just like knowing that, you know, our friendship is just as equally as important as trying to maintain our business. So just being able to separate that a little bit, um, because I think that it's, it's really important just to know that like, all right, we started off as friends, you know, we can still have just normal conversations and just like plan trips together and stuff like that, that doesn't just focus around the business. And I think that's really hard for us to do because we're so passionate about Equipped Creatives and we just want to talk about our dreams and like the vision for Equipped Creatives and all the things that we have going on. But we have to kind of like take a few steps back and remember that, you know, we we started as friends and we just want, like, we want to have that balance between like a friendship and business partners. So if you're starting something with a friend or a family member, then I highly recommend just like taking steps back and just like checking in on that person just as a friend and not, not as a business partner. Yeah. I love that. Cause I know there's a lot of times where there's partnerships that are either friends, best friends, or, you know, maybe family. And sometimes it's like, where does the line really stop? And so I think having those clear boundaries, I mean, I think any business owner should have boundaries just to make sure that we have that healthy like work-life balance anyway. Um, But I think that that's really awesome advice. And it's just really cool to see how you and Tony have created and, you know, successfully like ran equipped creatives for so long. I think that really is like a really, like a really awesome, like partnership between you two. So I think that's really awesome advice. Cause I know that there's been so many questions in just our listener community around people who are just getting started in business, or maybe they've been in business for a little while. And for whatever it is, they just feel that calling to have a business partner. And it's always like, Mm. do I go with someone who I don't know that maybe those lines can't be crossed or, you know, do I incorporate someone in my personal life into the business? So I think that that is a really good piece of advice for anyone who's kind of considering to go into that partnership because it's obviously a big step into entrepreneurship, but I think it's also a bigger step into entrepreneurship with someone else. 
Absolutely. And just like, again, like remembering that you are on the same team, because I know that like Tony and I, for example, have had to have really hard conversations and have had to work through things and just figure it out. But at the end of the day, we know that we are both, you know, we have the same goals, we're on the same team, so we can work through anything and make, you know, it will be on the same team and we will get through whatever hurdle comes our way. So I think that that's really important. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I think that is so awesome. So before we wrap up, I have been asking this question to a lot of our guests and I've been really just loving to kind of get a glimpse into some new resources and just some new, you know, places for inspiration. So I'm always looking for new sources of inspiration. I know our community is as well. So I am sure you have some really amazing recommendations, Julia, but I'd love to know what are your favorite either creators to follow, books to read, podcasts to listen to, just places that you go for inspiration? Yes, I love that question. Uh, So I feel like for me, I definitely get a lot of inspiration when I kind of like travel outside of my area or my little box that I'm in. I feel like just getting out and traveling um, outside of that area is just, that's when I find my biggest inspiration. And I don't know what it is, but I think it just, something about it just opens my mind a little bit and inspires me. So I think if you are feeling kind of stuck or anything like that, even just, you know, going for a drive an hour away or something, I highly recommend that and just maybe, you know, working at a different coffee shop than you normally do. I think that for some reason, it just, I think it sparks up new ideas and stuff for me. So that's really huge for me. Um, I also get a lot of inspiration just as a photographer from the the people that I work with and just asking them questions and like hearing their stories and um, just kind of like hearing what what they're all about and things like that. So I get a lot of inspiration just bouncing ideas off of each uh, off of my clients and other people. Um, and then as far as uh, podcasts goes, I definitely love podcasts. I listen to podcasts all the time, especially when I'm editing. Uh, one of my favorite podcasts is uh, the Heart and Hustle podcast. They also do uh, business and photography education. So I recommend checking them out. Um, It's been really fun because Tony and I have actually been working with the podcast host of that. Um, She's also a business coach. So we've been working with her and she's been giving us a ton of uh, business inspiration. So love that. Um, I also love uh, the Gold Digger podcast by Jenna Kutcher. She's amazing and has really just, um, you know, has just had so much success over the years. So I think it's really cool to see what she does. Uh, and then I also like to change it up and listen to just like lifestyle podcasts and uh, stuff to just, you know, help me. I feel like that helps me feel a little more creative and just kind of hearing like what's going on in somebody else's life. So I love listening to the What We Said podcast with JC Marie. And then uh, one of my other favorite ones would be um, the Anything Goes podcast by Emma Chamberlain. So those are like my top four favorite podcasts right now. Yeah, I love that. Well, I love I love just going kind of outside of your comfort zone, if you will, to kind of get some inspiration. I feel like that's awesome. And obviously, we're two podcasters here doing this podcast. Episode, <laughs> yes. so I know that there was going to be some great ones there. And I'm really loving lifestyle podcasts, too. I feel like lately it's helping me just kind of 
expand my, you know, like knowledge in so many other areas. But I also feel like when I listen to those lifestyle podcasts, I get ideas for social savvy or for anything. And I'm just like, oh, that came from such a very random thought from someone on a lifestyle podcast. That's not giving, you know, business or marketing or anything advice. So I think that is there. And I am a huge fan of Jenna Kutcher. I remember before I started social savvy, I had to commute like 45 to 50 minutes to my job, like to and from every single day. And I would listen to the gold digger podcast, I would just I wouldn't listen to it any I would listen to an episode there an episode back and I would just, I know she's been around for a long time. I think she actually just celebrated a million downloads, which is such an awesome um, milestone for any podcaster. So I think that really speaks to kind of her community and her content. If you guys are listening and haven't listened to it, it is really, really awesome. Well, thank you so much, Julia, for taking the time and sharing more about your um, business in photography and also equipped creatives. It has been such a great episode. And where can our listeners find out more about you, about your photography business and equipped creatives? Yes. Well, thank you so much for having me on here. Yes, this was so much fun. So uh, you can find my photography. It's at Julia Kathleen photo on Instagram or Julia Kathleen photo.com. And then you can find us at equipped creatives on Instagram or equipped creatives.com. Amazing. Thank you so much, Julia, again. And I know we hinted that Julia and I recently recorded a podcast on um, their podcast. So I will link that in the show notes as well, along with all of Julia and Tony's links over at Equipped Creatives. Thank you again, Julia, for coming on Hashtag Managed. And thank you to all of you for listening to another episode. We'll be back next week with another episode of Hashtag Managed. This episode is brought to you by our template and resource shop. Head to the show notes of this episode for a link to our new digital shop for social media managers or go to socialsavvyhq.co forward slash shop. That's S-H-O-P. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Hashtag Managed. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Come back next week for another new episode of Hashtag Managed. We'll see you then.